The Word of God brings us comfort. I watched today at City Baptist what the Word of God can do. Looking at those, they're not kids, young people. Coming in 5.30 in the morning, getting on a bus, coming to the high school over there to learn about the Lord. Because people care. Somebody's made an investment. I was thinking about that bus driver or bus drivers. There's work. We like to see the harvest. But when it comes time to work, we kind of back off. Now's the time to put the hand to the plow. I got so excited, I, I'm a little um, perturbed that I've never been asked to preach over there before. <laughs> if I ever get asked back again, that's the first place that I want to go. Seriously. So attentive. And watching their faces. And I didn't have the chance because I had another meeting, and after the service... I took off this evening. A couple dozen of them came up to me and says, we missed you after the service, and I apologize. It says, thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank God that they love the Word of God. We love a lot of things. I love Western Pennsylvania. It's another country. That's why I was born and raised. But I never heard the Word of God no one ever knocked on my door, only Jehovah Witnesses. They never told me about Jesus Christ. And I thank God I had the opportunity. I saw the silos. It's farming country over there. How many of you love farmers? If you don't, don't eat. I saw some of the biggest Jersey cow. I saw some of the biggest beef that I've seen in a long time. The fields were green. The milk, how many of you like milk? Praise God. Then I was out in California with technology. Uh, how many of you have one of these? Everybody. The dogs in the streets in Costa Rica have a cell phone. They have your old cell phone six. But did you hear the statistics on the Word of God? Isn't it amazing? And these cell phones, there was a man, John Scully, the CEO from Pepsi-Cola. Have you ever heard of Pepsi-Cola? Remember the Pepsi challenge when they were in competition? How many of you remember that? Back in the 70s, early 80s. And there was another man, John Scully was the CEO for Pepsi-Cola. He's pretty comfortable. He was living a good life. He didn't need anything. And many of us are living a good life. And we don't need much. And there came a man along named Steve Jobs. You ever heard of Steve Jobs? Heard of him. He's no longer here. I don't know where his soul is in eternity. But he had a company. A startup company. When they start up a company... In the valley out there, they need seed money. That's what it's called, seed money. And they give these individuals investing money in a product. And Steve Jobs saw what John Scully did, and he had a meeting with him. So like you, Brother Bushy, have a meeting. And there's always a plan. 
and Steve Jobs says, how would you like to come and be a part of our startup company? That's what your pastor is saying to you this evening. How would you like to be part of something that has importance? And John Scully said this, I'm not interested. I love this next part. Steve Jobs says, what do you want to do the rest of your life, selling sugar water or influence the world? Think about it. Does this iPhone influence the world today? I was flying into El Paso with my wife. We are on a little American Eagle. And two rows in front of me, I saw a lady with the Word of God. I'm not embarrassed of the Word of God. And she had her Bible open and she was reading. Soon as the plane got high enough, she pulled out her iPhone and she started to do some texts. The lady beside her, about 35 years old, this Spanish lady was my age, and she tried to converse with the lady beside her, and there was no ability. So she closed her Bible, pulled out her cell phone, and started to write translations. For the next 45 minutes, this Spanish lady that spoke no English communicated with this English lady that spoke no Spanish. And she mentioned this English lady saying, I'm of this religion. And she said, no salvo. That means she's not saved. And I said, amen. And she goes, usted habla español? Sí, por supuesto. Very curious. They don't speak one another's language, but she had a burden to plant the seed. We like to see folks saved, but no one wants to get out of the comfort zone. I like, I was reading today, and nothing happens by accident. Is the seed yet in the barn? Get the seed out of the barn. We're to scatter the seed. We're to plant the seed. We're supposed to spread the seed. We understand that the Word of God, and Luke tells us the Word of God is the seed. How many of you have seed? How many of you have seed in your barn? I can't tell you how many. It hurts me to know how many nations don't have one copy of the Word of God when I probably have, Pastor, 70 or 80 Bibles. English, Spanish, in both languages. But just because I have the seed, if I don't get it out of the barn, It'll never get planted because this is the Word of God, the Holy Word of God. And then the Bible tells us in the book of Matthew that the world is the soil. I'm not to choose in what soil I'm going to plant it. Amazing the power of the Word of God. I was walking into a hotel with my wife last Sunday after preaching, tired, getting in late, and the receptionist, about 25, she goes, are you a preacher? That never happens when you carry an iPad. Some people say, well, you know, I, I, uh, an individual came out and says, you see the glow of God when he preaches? And I say, no, that's an iPad. 
Don't be deceived. She says, are you a preacher? I says, sure. My wife's just looking at her and says, how are you doing this evening? She goes, good. What did you preach this morning? I says, seriously? She goes, yes. I says, look, listen, and live. She paid more attention than many. She goes, what did you preach this evening? I said, interest, involvement, investment. I like the night message better. All because she saw the Bible, the holy word of God. It has power. But this evening, we see there's a wage. The wages of sin is... But the gift of God is... Didn't we hear uh, Brother Bowen talk about some things that are eternal? I think I heard God is eternal. I think I heard that the Word of God is eternal. And I think I heard that souls are eternal. Now, these two gentlemen that I mentioned, Scully and Steve Jobs, thank God for the things they innovate. I, I personally, I like Pepsi over Cola. Personally, I like an Apple phone. But I love the Word of God. I love the Word of God because it will transform lives. And there's wages. Look with me quickly, if you would, in Matthew chapter number 13. Matthew chapter 13, verse 23. But he that receiveth seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word. What is the word? The seed, the word of God. And understandeth, which also bear fruit and bring forth some an hundredfold some 60, and some 30. I, I'd be satisfied with 30. What would you like a 60% return on your dollar today? We're not worried about inflation over there. We're worried about deflation, devaluation of the dollar. It's going down, but you know what? The Word of God is going out. And so when we see... The wages that we will receive, the benefit. There's a harvest. We always talk about the harvest, but I like talking about planting the seed. Get the seed out of the barn. Good. And I don't carry this just for an illustration. I love this track. I've never given it to anyone that hasn't smiled back at me. Even the most miserable face that I've seen. I said, let me put a smile on your face. I don't want one. I says, you need one. I'm not religious. I says, neither am I. That was my problem before. Until somebody brought me the word of God. Someone says, how easy it is for you to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's just like gossiping. Instead of talking about somebody else, you talk about Jesus Christ. I was in a restaurant and with several men, and they said, you just have it so easy to talk. I'm an introvert by nature. 
and the waitress came up and she was serving, she was busy and I didn't want to take a lot of time, but I'm not going to let her go by because every individual is a soul. Right. And I says, what do you do with your life besides serve tables? She goes, I go to a Catholic university. I says, that's good. She goes, what are you gentlemen? You're all dressed fine. I says, I'm a professor of theology. She goes, really? I says, yes. Been teaching for over 30 years. I says, let me give you a quick recommendation. Open up the book of Romans and read it four times. Did someone get saved reading the book of Romans? And they said, you just said that like nothing. I said, I'm looking. I'm looking for soil to plant the seed. I'm looking for an individual that needs Jesus Christ. I'm looking to get the word, get the seed out of the barn. Because I see potential in every area. Some people, oh, that person's not going to get saved. Did you hear the description that the pastor gave me? I had hair. I had a motorcycle. But when I got saved, I had the joy of the Lord. And I still have the joy of the Lord. And I have more joy today than I did, like Caleb. I get excited about coming to church. I get excited when they say, let's open up the Bible. My heart hurts. I can't name the country, but we support a Bible translator. I want to invest in that area of the world. We want to get the word out. That's why we invest in the ministry here, because we believe in the preparation of men and women. I see potential in every young person. I saw potential today over there at City Baptist. If you have a slot tomorrow, I'll preach there again. If they have a math class, I'll preach there. If they have a gym class, I'll go and participate in an activity. There's so much potential here this evening. There's so much that can be done for the cause of Christ. Potential, the possibility that it happens. Hebrews tells us, now... Now, when? Now, look with me if you wouldn't. We all know it, but it's always good to see the Word of God. In Hebrews chapter 11, because you hear people, I was with some guys and they said, you're old school. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not changing. I still believe. Now, faith cometh, or faith is the substance of things hoped for. I want to see folks saved. I'm hoping to see somebody saved on my trip back to California. Pray for the individual that has to sit beside me. Some people say, I'm afraid. No, I'm embarrassed. No, we don't need to be embarrassed. Paul says, I'm not ashamed. And the Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But if he said it, you'll see it. He was talking about Doña Ligia when she took the card. She's still drawing plans for different churches in different areas of Central America without charge. She's a Christian. God is so good. But how did it come? By the seed, the Word of God. There's potential in children. I just had uh, someone mention Dubai to me. Junior, you ordained him. He just returned from Dubai. 
He's in charge of a foundation when he's not preaching, and he subsidizes his ministry through this foundation. He was invited to Dubai. I was a little jealous. They picked him up in a car at the receptionist. I'm walking in. He's getting picked up in a car. And they drove him on an elevator in the car and went up to his room in the car. He was a young boy standing against the wall when I was witnessing to his parents, and he got saved. And he came to church, and he got discipled, and he dedicated his life. Now he's separated to preach the Word of God. Amen. It's amazing the potential in those teenagers. You know, I always tell people, it's so basic. They're little kids, then they become teenagers, then they become adults. Then they start letting the money fly. I say, suelta la chalupa. Those that speak Spanish, you understand what I'm saying? You have not because you... I asked last night when I was in Spanish, I was over there and I saw a lady drinking a cup of Dunkin' Donuts. I says, I can't get that in Costa Rica. And I said, ma'am, I says, you got a couple of Dunkin' Donuts. I sure do love Dunkin' Donuts. She goes, well, I don't have any extra. I says, that's fine, but I sure do love it. She goes, I'm sorry, but I can't go get you any. I says, that's okay, but I sure do love it. Tonight, while we were eating dinner, here she comes in with a cup of Dunkin' Donuts. You saw me drinking it. You were envious. I saw that. All right. See, people want to have the fruit, but nobody wants to do the labor because they don't see the potential. When I plant corn, I expect corn to grow. When I plant a tree that has apples, I expect to see. And that is not for me. I love sharing, sharing. That's what Christians do. I like giving the fruit away. Do we love giving the word of God away? Do you really find joy? Do we really find joy in spreading the seed? I'm excited about Brother Wilkerson going over there to West Africa. I'm, I've already told him, we like to buy three things out of our missions. Tracks, offering plates, and chairs. Tracks to win them to Christ, bring them in, set them in the chair, and listen to the Word of God, and then pass an offering plate to pick up money so we can send more. And it works. It, it really does. Potential. What do we expect? No seed, no fruit. I was telling these missionaries I was with last week, I says, if you don't knock on doors, if you don't tell people about Jesus Christ here in the States, you're not going to make it on the field. You'll find some hireling, you'll pay him, he'll do the work. When it gets big enough, he'll leave you. I love that sound. Knocking on doors. While I'm still able. Potential. What do you imagine God's going to do this year? I can't believe what God has done through this church. And I can't believe what God has done for this church. It is a miracle. And you and I are living a modern day miracle because of the faith of the folks here. What potential? Secondly, and quickly, the power. How many of you believe there's power? Amen. Power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, in fact, I believe, I didn't take a whole lot of uh, theology classes 
just to have knowledge. I like to read the Bible. Because it's inspired by the Holy Spirit. And if God says he's promised me, I like God's promises. How many of you like God's promises? And many times what happens, he will give us exceedingly above and beyond. When I went to Costa Rica, all I wanted was a house and someone that could understand me. That's all. I never, ever thought that I'd be preaching to people that have earned doctrines. An earned doctrine, I'm thinking to myself, wow, our master's degree. Wow. It started when they were younger, and I saw the potential. And that potential, like a plant, when you plant the seed. You see it? Nobody's really interested in the plant when it starts to grow. You, you ever notice that? Oh, they're just little kids. Just wait. 10, 15 years, they'll become teenagers. And then 20, 25 years, they're producing fruit. Now you want to come and harvest my fruit, but you didn't want to be a laborer. They sang on prayer. Pray the Lord of the harvest and he would send forth laborers. I got a piece of paper here. Uh, has all the countries and territories of the world. And I take it out. On this list, I'm number seven. Number perfection. Pray for the world. Where to pray for souls. How many countries can you name? God knows them all. And they all have potential. There is potential. There's power. It says, be ye there witnesses to where? What's a witness? Just testify what you've seen. Uh, Brother Moshe, you said, that's my church over there. That was the church that God allowed you to start. You got all excited. I didn't get quite as excited as you did, but I got excited for you. Because that's your fruit. And I understand what fruit means. That's why I got excited when I went over to City Baptist to see those young people. I got excited. Amen. I got excited. I want to go back. I'd rather go back than do anything else. Because I see the potential that in 10, 15 years, like I was preaching in Mexico with Hermano Montaño. One of his missionaries that are going out surrendered to be a missionary while I was preaching the missions conference. You think I'm going to support him? <laughs> you think I'm going to support him heavily? Because that's fruit that abounds to my account. And not only my account, but the people there in Costa Rica. What comes out of Hal's Anderson is fruit that will abound to our account. It's an investment because we're interested in the same thing God is interested in. Amen. And that's why we want to get involved. And that's why we want to get invested because we see the opportunity. Brother Thompson, one of his Timothys there in Austin, Texas, just went to Mexico. And I told him, we'll buy all your tracks. And don't get some cheap tracks. But it's, no, 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 get the best you can get. Because it's God's work. There's power. We witness, we see the promise of God. I've got to hurry here. He that goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed, will doubtlessly come again rejoicing. How many of you like to rejoice? I'm rejoicing this evening. I rejoiced last night in the Spanish. I rejoice 
in what God has done in the folks there in Costa Rica. I'm anticipating by faith what God's going to do with Brother Wilkerson when he gets over to West Africa. Aren't you? Amen. The potential, the power, the promise. But many times we fail to recognize, can God take care of a servant, Elijah? Can God take care of a widow woman? Uh, give me that tortilla first. Because she was ready with her son to eat and die. Then I like in 2 Kings with the widow woman with the oil. Just keep putting the oil in and I'll just keep providing. Just keep putting the oil in. I like Peter when he was fishing. He struggled. He was a fisherman. We know the story. We've heard it many times. But I like what God says. Peter, just thrust out a little further. Amen. Just one more time. Not, 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 not many times. Just one more time. And he listened because he understood the position. When God speaks, we need to listen. Yeah. If God speaks to you, you need to listen. Hear my Lord, send me. Paul said, Lord, Lord, what shall thou have me to do? And I like his, and the Lord said, God will always tell you what you should do when you ask him. That's why many people don't ask. That's why he didn't have any Dunkin' Donuts. That's why many people's boats are empty when Peter's was sinking because fish just don't jump into the boat. You got to go fishing. I will make you. People always ridicule me saying, why do you use those childish songs? Because you remember them. You'll remember. Can the Lord provide a table in the wilderness? Yes, he can. And the Bible tells us he has to have preeminence in all things. And the priority. People are hungry. People are helpless. People are hurting. And the way we can resolve their problems is with the precious seed Amen. of God. Unless we go, unless we give, we'll not get the seed into the soil for the sinner that needs to be saved. That's the purpose of the missions conference. Plain and simple. Nothing deep. All we have to do is trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. As I close this evening, I think of all the opportunities that God has given to all of us to tell someone about Jesus. Every individual that you'll see tomorrow is a candidate. If you don't have these smiley tracks, <laughs> the last track rack in Pennsylvania, <laughs> he says, take as many as you want. I says, really? I took the whole stack. And this is only what I got here in my pocket because I don't want it to bulge out too much. But in my briefcase, I've got more. Nobody will deny this. Say, I don't know how to talk. Neither do I. You don't have to speak. Remember, don't you leave here? 
Here you go. When was the last time you took the seed out of the barn? Think about it. I've asked several people today. <laughs> says, did you testify to anyone today? That's convicting. Isn't it convicting? Especially being around this environment. But there's a lost and dying world that needs to hear about Jesus. Souls are important. Christ does not desire that any should perish. He wants to see everyone saved. You and I, we eat pretty good. We have a lot of seed. The rest of the world is hungry. And you and I, we have the opportunity. Young person, give your life to the Lord. Talked with a gentleman coming in on the plane from California. He says, I don't know what to do with my kids. They don't know what they're going to do with their life. I says, tell them about Jesus. Let them get saved. There will always be employment because the world's filled with sinners. <laughs> he says, no, seriously. I says, that's what I do. You talk about being afraid. He didn't want to talk with me anymore. I says, did I say something that disturbed you? The text that we read that we haven't gotten to because of the sake of time. That was my introduction, but I've got 37 seconds. No, I'm just joking. Because I don't think I'll be coming back again anyway. I think the Lord's coming back before then because I look up every day saying, Lord, today could be the day. Today could be the day. But this day that the Lord has given to us, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. it comes from the scriptures. It comes from the seed. Now we have to make a decision. What will we do? Lord, what shall thou have me to do? Don't worry about I know what I'm going to do. I know where I'll be tomorrow by God's grace. In the will of God, walking the way of God, in the work of God, according to the word of God. Simple equation. All we have to do is put it to practice. Want to see some fruit? Knock on some doors. You want to see some fruit? I don't know who did the laboring pastor, but City Baptist. <sighs> Sunday, I, I prayed for snow. The church there in Pennsylvania, I don't think they'll ask me back again this year. The last three years, I prayed for snow. God gave us snow. You say, you don't believe that. Call them up. I'll give you the number. They'll say, call him up for the 24th of December. So you can have snow for Christmas. God gave me the desire of my heart. Well, the pastor drives a bus. Do you know anybody like that? 
Brother Dan, driving a bus. I says, okay. Uh, he goes, you want to take my car to church? I says, uh, your wife and kids, they're riding on the bus. 12 degrees, windshield factor. This is my attire. <laughs> Have you ever ridden on a bus in Chicago? When it's that temperature, when you sit on the seat, you don't move. <laughs> you stay there until the bus warms up. So I'm thinking in my mind, the pastor's driving, his family's driving, and you love souls, get on the bus. So we go down to the bus lot, and he gets out of the car, and I'm thinking to myself, with this cold weather, here comes the cables, he's going to open up the back door, big cold wind's going to come through. I'm going to have to get out because I'm a missionary, I got to get out and help the guy. This is all going through my mind. I'm processing all this at the same time. I'm just like you. Here's how he started the bus. Praise the Lord. His wife at the same time, Miss Becky, praise the Lord. I said, yeah, praise the Lord. And then the Lord said, what are you going to do? You driving the vehicle over there or are you getting to get on the bus? Well, Lord, you know, uh, I'm getting on the bus. Got on the bus. Every kid that came on the bus. Morning, how you doing? They're probably looking. Who is that bald-headed visitor? Good looking, but bald. We pulled up the Dunkin' Donuts. I'm thinking to myself, praise the Lord. He's going to get me a cup of coffee. Still thinking about self. And God says, you selfish missionary, preacher, Christian, you have an opportunity to be a blessing to those kids. Dunkin' Donuts was closed. We continued on. As we drove down the road, a blizzard, a whiteout, and seeing these children walk out in just little hoodies, Leaving the home with a frown. Miss Becky! Running and hugging her. I'm sitting there. You could have missed all of this driving to the church. And I watched it time after time. Amen. I will be a missionary every day. She says, I can't go to your schools, but you can. And the kids are singing the joy of the Lord. The seed that's planted. It's well worth it, the investment. Before I got up to preach that morning, I said, Lord, forgive me for being so indifferent. Amen. I'm just like anyone else. But I've decided. Personally, I told him, I will send you something to be a blessing. That's an investment, because I can't go to that part of the world, Western Pennsylvania. I can't go to Africa. I can't come here, but I can send. We all can do something. Look at the potential in the seed. Look in the power of the Word of God.
There's a purpose for planning. He must have preeminence in all things. That's the purpose, his position and priority. Nevertheless, at thy word I'll cast down. That's faith. And faith coming by hearing, and hearing by the word of God.